good morning or afternoon, depending on what time you are listening to this podcast, and welcome to yet another episode of Do Geese Have Udders, the show where we ask the unanswered and answer the unasked, looking at news and online stuff too. I'm Michael Gooch, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Matthew Thompson. You right, Matt? I've been here a while. Good. Then let's start the show. Should I start my second holiday? Get these out of the way. Well, we, we, we might have to wait on them now because they're not all going to fit in one episode, and I can't have two just random episodes of you going. So my other holiday. Why not? That's how that's how we work. So audience, hope you're doing well. I'm doing very well. About to start my second uh, uh, holiday story. Uh, hopefully, you checked out the last two. We never uh, Michael threw them together. Thank you for editing this. You're, you're welcome, Matt. I completely forgot you were here. I'm joking. Uh, but here was a cub camp, cub summer camp, which uh, I ran with two other leaders and a bunch of other helpers. Uh, my girlfriend was there. I'd say the highlight was building a water slide for them, like slip and slide. Only had one concussion, so it's not too bad. Only, Lit- only one concussion isn't yeah. bad. Yeah. Literally told them how to do it, showed them how to do it, literally slid. The guy was like, oh, I'm not, I'm going to not follow the rules. Smacked the back of his head. You slide on your front, mate. Even you mean, you, you smacked the back of no, his head? No, I did. I know what to do. I do not want to hit the back of we'll my get head. Child line on the case. Yeah. Literally gave an inflatable, inflatable thing that you slide on. Yep. He literally, just, I was like, do not stand on your feet as soon as you touch the white top. The top over there, the white one, is mm-hmm. used for slip and slides. Yeah. In case you ever, everyone wants to rent it out, say no. <laughs> and you literally slide on your front, and he was like, oh, I'm going to do it on my feet. So he ran, stood on his feet, and then his feet went and went <laughs> and hit his head because you had fairy liquid on it. Then he went A&E, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and yeah, what else was the highlight of that one? Putting up patrol tents on my own, that was quite cool. Those big old fashioned patrol tents. Oh yeah, big old, there. we've definitely mentioned them before, big old clip art yeah. triangular tents. Yeah. Yeah. Got them all up again, that was quite a nice little thing. Building a massive fire shelter with uh, Charlie, that was quite, that was yeah, quite a nice friend, experience. Yeah. yeah, he appeared, he's an old friend from back in the day, that was quite nice. My girlfriend was there, that was nice. We all worked together basically, as a team. It was a nice little feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, it was great success. Great success. To quote Borat, yeah. But, not really a highlight, but I, I then had youth club after, straight after Cup Yes, yeah, so I'm sure, again, we mentioned this before, that Matt works at, you run the youth club. I yeah. sometimes come and help. And I'm very grateful you did. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, then we were so tired, I couldn't tidy this room in time, because mm-hmm. we had to grab and go to that. And I was knackered. Absolutely knackered. But we had a lovely end of the term... Youth club, you know, mm-hmm. barbecue, sausages. Uh, one of the helpers went out, main helpers went out and grabbed a bunch of really expensive meat and they loved it. It was really good. And that was my second holiday, I'd say. And then it ended up that wife went home and just crashed straight away. <laughs> but yeah, that's my second holiday, Cubs summer camp. Wow. And so then have you got one holiday left? Yes. What's your one other holiday then, Matt? My one other holiday was with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it was very lit. We went on the canal boats. So she goes like a week before. Well, she goes for a week with her dad. And to me, go have a nice quiet week before you turn up. Basically. <laughs> uh, and then me and her mum went together. So we went in her car and she drove me up. Yep. <laughs> Which was funny. Uh, driving with your girlfriend's mum for like five hours. Do you just sit in silence or where? No, you, no, you, you no. know her quite well. So, so you you know how I yeah she does you flub with me. You know how what do I do in cars? 
when we go for a long journey. Sleep. I sleep. I instantly fall asleep and I sleep the whole way. Mm-hmm. But she she was tired as well. And I was like, well, I don't want to fall asleep because it'll be a bit out. So I, I I can actually stay awake if people if I chat to someone or do something like that. But as soon Just as keep someone... keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep mute singing. As soon as someone goes, you can sleep, Matt. I'm like, okay. Cool. Literally, you've done that at work. They go, Matt, you can sleep, you know. I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I've got permission to sleep. <laughs> and instantly just fall back in my chair. But that was a fun journey all the way up. You'd be a hypnotist dream. Oh, yeah, man. I'll be out like that. Out like a light. Look at the watch. <laughs> and watch. Oh, he's already gone. He's yeah. already gone. He didn't even look at the watch. Just imagine you're in a car on the motorway. I think it's the vibration that gets me, you know. I mean, on that note, you know those um, like baby rocker things yeah. because babies go to sleep in cars or whatever, and that's meant to somewhat simulate that. Yeah. Is your bed just that? Is your bed just one giant like baby rocker no. to simulate <laughs> you getting in a car? It's a very comfy bed. It's not a baby rocker. But I will say, after you've done like kayaking or boating, you mm. can feel like, yeah. When the you ocean. sit down, you can still feel your body like moving. Yeah, it's what happens. Mm. But yeah, uh, canal boating, very cool. Yep. Going up and Have down the canals. Have you done it before, Canal Bone? No. no? Okay. I did it when I was young, apparently. There was I've, an done old... it, I've done it a few times with a family. Yeah, I remember you saying. Mm. I remember there was an old program, like Charge Show I used to watch, called Rosie and Jim, if yeah, anyone knows we, that. I, no, I do know that, because we think the same thing when we go Canal Bone. I think a couple of times we spotted the rag, or someone's got two ah. rag dolls like, in their window. So the, so when I was younger, my dad told me this. When I was younger, we wanted to go up the canal. Mm-hmm. So we asked the boat, can we go up? We'll help you with the locks. So we went up did i think four locks or five locks he told me mm-hmm. but then we realized we had to go back down so we asked another elderly couple can we go on your canal boat back down again we'll help you with the locks and when we went on my dad said do you want to look around and see and we he he noticed rosie and jim sitting mm-hmm. we were in the in the actual canal boat rosie and jim sitting in the corner you know the puppets yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and the duck on top when we went back on top, we saw the... Do- I don't remember any of this, because I was young. But he, he swears by it, and yeah, we I was on the Rosie and Jim canal boat, apparently. Which is quite cool. I, I might break your dream by saying, it might not be the Rosie and oh, Jim yeah, one, yeah, yeah, I know but, but I know what you mean if we're... Um, I mean, this generation of kids, like, I bet if I, you spoke to your youth group or I spoke to the scouts, is that, that none of them will have any idea who Rosie and Jim are, and they'll think no, they're absolutely no. nuts. But somewhere deep in any one of like our age groups minds if we say Rosie and jim it would just like start flooding in like that scene in ratatouille yeah. of, like flashbacks and i'm and absolutely terrified of them they creep me the hell out right now <laughs> they're ragdolls they're terrifying yeah. i'm sorry they're terrifying they scare me so the worst did you do on this canal boat on this holiday as opposed oh, to ice cream flashback locks. voodoo yeah ice cream locks trip. but i'll tell you the highlight mm-hmm Apart from, oh, and I drove the boat. That was cool. That's not the highlight. Drove the boat. Uh, did metal fishing in the canals. Oh, magnet fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I really want to do magnet fishing at some point. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm, I, but I'm always going to be worried. I'm not going to do it whilst I'm on a canal boat, but I'm always paranoid that I'm going to like chuck it in. It's going to get stuck on something and then it's stuck there forever. Nah, it won't. It shouldn't. Like there's going to be some giant metal safe at the bottom of a... Well, it'll just come it's off. A foot deep canal. Well, we got caught on some things. Foot, yeah. Some things where, like, the whole rope just goes doing, and then it pulls and and it comes off it. So did you do that when whilst you were on the boat? Then yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I was, see, now that's what I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't want to risk somehow getting it stuck on the um, propeller underneath. No, I won't do it because of a uh, uh, water tension. Where you call it? not tension? Where it, when you're moving, it will come behind. Oh, you're it? doing it as you're going along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, did a bit of fishing. But the coolest highlight, which I will say now, God, this chair, was uh, going through a tunnel. A yeah, long, can, like, two can, miles tunnel. Now, uh, now, if this is the one, is this the Oxford one? Is it Oxford, Oxfordshire? One, I can't no, remember. Clue. I've done a few canals, but I know, I've probably, I've probably been in the tunnel that you're thinking about, because it's the... A nice long one where two boats can go in and pass each other. I think I've, I've probably done that one, because I think wherever you guys said that you went, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been there. But there is one somewhere where it is a sing. it is... A huge it's a long tunnel but it's only single boats oh no these were double boats and so when you get to the start of one and the, the thing is, is that the tunnel is the height of the canal boat so you've yeah. got you've got to duck down for the whole journey you've got to flick the switch on the light at the front yeah um and then just as you're starting the tunnel you've got to just like beep the horn for a few seconds because if another boat starts coming the other way yeah you are both trapped in that tunnel and it takes forever to get out. I've never been trapped in the tunnel yet. Been close, yeah. but never been trapped in the tunnel yet. But how was your big, big old tunnel? Lit. <laughs> Apart from the part where we were sitting at the front, me and my girlfriend, and she just shut, went, walked in and shut the door while I was at the front and locked it. Because all the water was dripping down from the top of the thing and I got sodden. But it, it was fun, it was fun, it was fun. We'll do it again. So at some point this month, because I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what time this episode is going to be going out, um, I've been invited to the Edinburgh TV Festival at the end of August. So it could very well be at the moment. Uh, I'm up there, or it could have happened a week ago. could be happening in a week. Yeah, We know know how time works. And so this this was the first proper interview thing I've got through to mm, uh, in, well in a very long time so i'm so happy that i've yeah. managed to got it get it it's a it's only gonna be a week thing for me um so i'm gonna have to go up to edinburgh Ugh. later this month um edinburgh and this is the first time well actually to start with so i had to do a regular online interview with like a group of other people we had to do some workshops and literally random um pitches and stuff for a tv show like they just randomly give us a topic uh, a platform and like a presenter a type of thing we had to create a show from it we clearly did a good job of our one um i can't remember exactly what it was but we did a good job and then i was invited to bbc studios in london for a one minute interview pretty much it was uh in front of everybody else there were about 50 of us there at the time and we had to (laughs) Am I boring you already? No, sorry. I was, <laughs> I'm a bit tired. And, so in front of everyone, that's and quite And so we had to take an object with us that we felt represented ourselves and talk about it. Now, a lot of people took like cameras and things like that. I took my... Well, I took two items because I, I couldn't decide which one to go for that's until illegal. the very end. I took my black cap that I made that has It'll Be Fine written across it because I had that made for my, one of my university projects where I was producing it. And I made sure I had that hat on all the time because I was making sure everything was running smoothly. Going out to people if they're panicking, I'm like, read the hat. Dead boy. Hat, hat says it'll be fine. Thank God you bought I, two and items. I, I, <laughs> I thought that, that would represent me in a way because I've gone out and created that and I care about working with people and making sure everyone's got stuff done. Yeah, what's the second but item you got there? Second item is the one I went for in the end. Good. Which was the little D and D miniature of myself I made. I'm insulted. <laughs> Why? Why was it not that the geese have others pin badge? Honestly, because I didn't think of it. I can't that that would have actually been another good item. Audience, I, can you just yeah, like I, this video right now? <laughs> I took the little um, Wait, Dungeons and Dragons miniature 
of myself and I said about how you know D&D properly throws you into the story as an ongoing thing it's a very social thing you yourself I with that was my mind as I picked it up yourself. I was like I need to make this sound like it's not vain of where what have I brought to represent me I've brought myself a myself yeah should have brought me people people liked it people wanted to see it afterwards that was very nice we also spoke mm. to um a couple of lovely guests we had one of them um, had the job of pretty much it's one of those jobs I would love of where they read books and things and they're like this would make a fantastic show and so then they send it off to loads of people yeah great job and so yeah now I'm off to the TV festival in Edinburgh not for the whole entire thing like I said just for a week and this is the first time how long is the whole thing the whole thing I think is a bit longer than a week but like we're Two in weeks? A, three weeks I don't know four the, weeks I don't know off the top of my head five weeks but we um Six yeah, we weeks. were told that we've got to get there for, I think, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock oh, that's not too bad. on a morning. Um, the problem is, is that because the festival is happening and there's loads of other things going on in, Ed- in Edinburgh as well, at the same time you've got like the Fringe and I think there's a film festival as well, is that everywhere is so expensive the night before. I looked at yeah. a travel lodge that was nearby um, to stay the one night... Um, before, so I can just get there nice and early. It's only like a 10 minute walk from there, and they won like £250 <laughs> for the one night. And I was like, Stay that's, in your car. that's not happening. And so I looked at trains. Trains are quite expensive, but they're all about six hours or five hours because they're sleeper trains because they're all night night trains. Um, which I wouldn't have minded. However, in the end, I have opted to go for a plane because it only takes an hour and 10 or so. And I have never booked a plane ticket in my life. I've been on have a plane not? a couple of times when I was a very, very young that I cannot remember. Where did you go? I've, I can't remember. Spain, I think, with Spain. the family. Um, then I went when we were all in the Scouts and the Explorers and we went to Poland. Mm. But obviously that was all arranged for us. So mm-hmm. this is the first time I've gone on a site to try and book a plane ticket. I have never felt hell like this. I don't know why people... <laughs> Do it. I found the price. You know, it's about hundred and something pounds, but yeah, that's it's fine. Expensive. Then it says, you know, do do you want to take an extra bag? And I'm like, not not really. Okay, do you want to choose your seat? If you choose this seat, it costs you an extra seven pounds. It's like I just I've paid for my ticket. Why am I now having to be charged for now taking a bag and going on going in this seat? I was like, I th- I, what what is my other? If I don't choose anything, am I just standing yeah. now with no bag? And then I had to ring my uncle up. Because he does a lot of travelling. And I was like, can you walk me through how to book a plane ticket? And he's like, hey, you know this button in the corner when you get to this stage? I'm like, yeah. He's like, skip. And I was like, oh, what? He's like, just skip. They'll just they'll chuck you on some like any seat that you know they've they've got and then they'll you know, you can just take oh, this this little bag seat. or whatever. Uh no, actually in the end, because now I've got my ticket, I've got a window seat, so oh, nice. score. But oh my god, that was absolute chaos. I don't know how people can go flying. And this is only an internal flight. This is only London to Edinburgh. I mean, just wait till uh, wait till you actually get to the uh, airport. Yeah. So you I, know the aeroplane station. Well, here's the thing. This is what he said to me. He said, "Now, I, I guess I knew this anyway, but obviously the time of the flight. My flight is, I think it's five past seven in the morning or something along those lines. And but he says, remember that time is the time that the plane takes off from the runway. Yeah. So, so you've you got to be there. there like an hour or two hours, whatever, two beforehand. Hour. Two hours to make it. And safe. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I've got to try and. Then again, as I say, I've I've not been in an airport in a very long time. When I get to Edinburgh, I've then got to find the way out, then find a tram or a bus or an Uber because no, all three of them are there to try and get to this location. Mm. 
I am so excited, but oh my god, this is so much hassle. Why why do people enjoy travelling like this? Experience. I just want to walk somewhere instead. Food. And so, yeah, just Culture. I'm, I'll be sure to be uh, letting you know, uh, maybe our listeners know as well, what goes down in Edinburgh. Yeah, you should tell in, us. Uh, in a few episodes time. Take some pictures. Actually, put some pictures on the podcast for once. <laughs> Certainly. I'll put loads um, of pictures. Sorry, do you even have Twitter? No. There we go. Twitter. Stop complaining. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to give that follow or subscribe button a click so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And why not check out our Twitter and Discord too, where we post updates, behind-the-scenes stuff, and just general other news about the show. Links in the description below. Got any topics or questions you think need a proper answer or have yet to even be asked? Drop it in the comments below or send us a tweet. Until next time.